Now we're delighted to be joined in studio this morning by a Wicket man, uh, Derek Malone, all the way from Williamstown, Wicket, aka South Africa. No. Folks. So, Derek, delighted Welcome, to have Derek. you here. You're, you're home on holidays with your family down in, in Williamstown. Yeah. But you've, I mean, you, you've been gone a long, long time. And, of course, you were famous there. We'll go into that as well, oh, you know, several years ago. You were a Paralympian athlete and came home with a medal and everything from the Summer, the summer Paralympics. We'll start maybe at the beginning. Tell us about your, your life, I suppose, growing up and what brought you to South Africa. Yeah, no, I, was, I was born and raised in Hoikis and went to school in, in Scarif. Um, and did a degree in uh, University of Limerick and that's I guess where I was based for my athletics career um, but during the career I spent a good bit of time in South Africa during the winter so for warm weather training and that's where I met my wife and I think it was in yeah, 2010 I had just finished studies in Edinburgh and obviously done a master's in strength and conditioning and the economy wasn't so good here and Vinette had a, was living and working in Cape Town at the time and um, she had a solid job and she said, sure, let's try it for a year, let's move over, and I've, I've been there ever since. We were yeah. 10 years in Cape Town, and then we moved to Muscle Bay in 2020, which is about 25 minutes from George. So anyone that knows the Garden Route, Muscle Bay would kind of be the entrance to the Garden Route. Okay. Yeah. Big change from, from Ireland and, yes. and Edinburgh. And yeah, I guess, yeah, it's, it's like anywhere. It, it has, it's kind of, how would I say, it's, 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 it's local flavours, local yes. attributes, and I think... I guess the the thing you've got to do when you move away is you kind of try and get to, you know, immerse yourself in the community and, and adapt an to the changes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think the mistake sometimes people make is that it isn't going to be the same as home. No, no. And you just got to adapt be. and you know yeah. and, yeah, and just try adjust. and yeah. Exactly. And could I ask you, you, you mentioned your wife there, Vin Vinette. Yes. Is she South African? Yes, South okay. African, yeah. So that so sort of helped ease yeah, the... the it was easier second yeah. in there. Yeah, when no, she, she had okay. the local knowledge. And, yes. and of course. She, she, she works for a company called Media24, and obviously she, she speaks Afrikaans as well. And the town we're in now is, is, is Afrikaans, is, is the primary language. Um, so that helps. As I said, you can hear of my accent. I haven't, I'm not great at speaking Afrikaans. I can, I can read a little bit and I can pick it up in the papers and stuff like that, but... Uh, oftentimes I have to repeat what I want to say, okay. like you know. Yes. Um, but I'm I'm learning a bit now with the kids. Owen and Owen is six, and Maya is nine, so they're learning it in school. So I'm picking up as I'm going on okay. foundation Africa. You're learning with I'm them. Learning yeah. with them. Yeah. And it's lovely to have the Owen. That's an Irish Irish right. Owen, is it? It is, and we spell it. Yeah, we spell it E O I N, and it's actually right. quite quite funny because. Um, a lot of the teachers, they they read it as they see it, so they have Eon and Eon. So, okay. so we have to tell them they have Owen, O-W-E-N, over there. Yes. So the very minute we say, no, you pronounce it the exact same as O-W, then they're happy. But okay. Owen has got into the habit now of when someone asks him his name, he goes, because his middle name is James, so he goes, Owen James Malone. So if they get the first run wrong, <laughs> then they have the James. <laughs> yeah, they can't go James. He has a walk around, you know. <laughs> belong getting cute do they no, no, no. <laughs> no. okay sorry I interrupted you there just to know as your wife South African we felt that was yeah. help immerse you that little yeah. bit more yeah. so obviously you moved there 2010 originally yeah, 2010, okay yeah. and still there yeah. still there and, and still going strong um, you're working and everything over there yes Derek? I was working in sport for a number of years when I when I got over there first I worked for two different football clubs I worked for a club called Cape Town Ulster as a strength and conditioning coach and I, then I worked for a club called uh, Ice Cape Town um, for five years in Cape Town and now for the last five years I've been back in software development so working as a software developer for a company called Xdeal who are a, a web hosting company um, again with, with Covid obviously pretty much like here everyone was, was made work remotely overnight of course yes yeah. um, and both Vinit's job and my company are based in Cape Town but 
that allowed us to move to Muscle Bay as well. So we've been working remotely from there for the last, okay. the last since yeah. 2020. Both. Big change going, uh, not going from the, the sports side career into... Yeah, you know, well, the, the IT side? Yeah, I, I guess so. But uh, as I as I describe to people, especially when you're coaching, it's just problem solving. I guess the context is, is different. It's between sport and software development. is a different set of problems to solve. And what I had done in, in UL and my degree was software engineering. So oh, okay. I guess it made sense. It came full circle it, it back to circle, what yeah. I started yeah. with. Like, yeah, yeah, so very lucky. I mean, with, with everything that it's worked out quite well, yeah. Great, oh, that's okay. good. And how did you get on involved in the sport yourself or in the beginning? God, it would have it would have been first through school sport. Yeah. I guess I mean schools have been 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 strong in the area, uh, yeah. like Kyle National School, Mount Shannon, um, and then obviously went to Scarif, and that's where the athletics took off um, with John Walsh, John and Walsh, then up yes. in Kilinena with the MacArthur brothers, and then obviously onto UL, which is was sport heavy as well. So it was it was basically. Most of the time was through education, you know, because okay. we started with schools, and that's I think yeah. that's very important. And that's that's being honest. That's the same in South Africa when you see sport. Is schools play a vital, vital part? I think everywhere, schools yeah. play a big part in sport. Yes, and it's a social thing as well, isn't it? It, it is. is for sure. Yeah, yeah. and it's uh, yeah, all your peers are doing it, yeah. and you know, I guess when we were growing up, it was a way to get out of school as well. You know, yeah, exactly. You know, so I think a lot but of us were doing it for that reason. <laughs> you know, and they found our way. Yeah, we used to always think that was desperate in, in Scarif National School years ago. It happened in every national school. The boys, boys were off on the Friday evening, evening for the last hour to go hurling, hurling and the girls yeah. were left knitting. Yes. But yeah. thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, times have changed. It's great to see actually the, the, the increased equality in women's sport. Like, I mean, it's, it's really, especially back here, like in Ireland, they've really embraced it. I think some other countries have still got a bit of catching up to do, but okay. it's, like, you know. it's good to hear that. Yeah. And are you still involved in any sporting activities apart from maybe training, but are you involved in any club or anything over there? I just a little bit. My sister-in-law is heavily involved in sailing, so I do a little bit of work there with, with okay. them just helping out and, and athletics as well. There's a, again, with through through one of the, the kids' schools, um, they have athletics on a, on a part-time basis, so I just do a little bit of helping out. But okay. it's, it's the kind of thing that, it's easy to get sucked back into it, you know. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it's it's nice, and I mean, you have such such uh, you know history of it as well, and you know that that you have great yeah. interest Absolutely. in it anyway. Yeah, it would be yeah. easy to get yeah. you sucked back I, into it. Yeah. Lots of experience. I love, I love to see kids, you know, play sport because I think it's such a valuable thing. Whether it be just how you interact with people, and you know, and certainly to challenge yourself and achieve it, you know. So I I really think there's a lot of value in sport, you know. And, yeah, for your mental health as well, really, yeah. isn't it? I think, yeah, Would there's a whole so? lot of yeah. things you could list down, a whole lot of things, yeah. like there's very few cons, like, I mean, yes. there's a lot of pros. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 A couple yeah. of injuries, maybe, but that's going to happen in every sport. Yeah. That's part you know, of it, isn't and it? Yeah. And I think just keeping people involved in sport, like, yeah. I think, I guess the big challenge for people nowadays is that it tends, a lot of youth athletes tend to specialise too quickly or go into a certain sport and think that if they, they don't maybe progress in that sport that's into their career whereas I think it's it's nice to have three or four different sports yeah. and, and you'll eventually yeah. find your way through like you yes. know, keep people yeah. involved yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. there comes an age I mean I suppose we've all done it that you have you know you do a couple of sports as you're saying Derek until you're maybe 12 or 13 or even 15 and then you might have your junior cert coming up and mm. you kind of yeah. say well I can't do hurling and I can't do handball and I can't do rugby yeah. something has to give yeah. so you so might drop one yeah, yeah the training probably yeah. clashes anyway you, yes. can't, you can't do them all you have to you kind know, of make a choice, choice at a certain age really as to what road you want to go Oh, yeah. And I think the other way as well is, is sometimes with coaching, it's a little bit like being in school and with a teacher. Sometimes a certain teacher can unlock that potential that maybe another teacher could. And I think it's the same yes. with, with yeah. coaching. Like, I mean, if 
you, you come across certain coaches able to pull a little bit something different, you know. Yeah, yes, yeah. very and, true. And, you know, and that's that's what you see in sports as well. So I think yeah. you, the longer you stay involved, sometimes you find your your, your niche, way your niche. Yeah, you yes. might have been just under the radar, you know. Yeah, very good. Mm. So, of course, you had a wonderful sporting career. Tell us a little <laughs> bit about that. Wonderful facilities in your well. That's probably what started you, as you're saying, on your yeah. Uh, well, I guess it started here. It started here in East Clare. Like, I mean. I mean, everything here in East Clare revolves around sport, really. When I came home now, like, I mean, Times I came home last, last Friday and it was Sunday was hurling and we were <laughs> off, like, I mean. And Straight into it. Yeah, that has yeah. been talking about hurling for the week and obviously a bit of excitement with Fiekel and Scarif doing so well in the senior championship. But I think that's that's where it started. And, and then, obviously, we would have watched every Irish team on different sports and TV and stuff. And then, obviously, UL is set up for sport, yeah, and it has, it has increased like that but I, I think it honestly it started in in Scarif Community College like I mean John Walsh John Walsh yeah. and, and McCarthy Burroughs and Killinana you know, from Great a athletes. point of view yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and in the school as well we had basketball we had volleyball we had all types of sports yes. soccer you know okay. and yeah. it was great okay so tell us about your trip to the Paralympics Derek yeah god that was a long time ago yeah the first one was Sydney in 2000 and that one was okay it was Went okay. I, I was injured actually going there, so it was touch and go whether I would actually make the okay. make the line, but managed to to get out there. And yeah, had you to be selected for that? Yes, it was okay. qualifying. Same as norm, same okay, as any okay. any yeah. world champions go to or any right. athletics. Um, there's a qualifying mark, and you have to make it. Okay. Um, it's obviously slightly different in the Paralympics in the sense that um, different from the Olympics. So with the Olympic qualifier, you have A and B standards, and then typically if an athlete makes that standard, they get selected. In the Paralympics, it's slightly different because we only have so many spots on a on say for an athletics team. Yes. So it's usually so if you have ten places, if fifteen athletes make the qualifying standard, it'll only be the best ten that'll be picked or the best chance okay. of the medal. And that's right. That's yeah. so it makes it a little bit more tricky because yeah. you don't know you've made the standard, but you're not sure whether you're actually going to be right. selected or not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I suppose injuries too can cause problems exactly. for people. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There must have been great excitement your first time heading yeah. off. What age were you? Uh, I was Roughly. just just gone twenty. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. No, it was. It was. I mean, I remember my kind of how would I say my prevailing memories is sitting in the Olympic Village tonight. So we would have had the holding camp in a place called Newcastle, which was away from Sydney. Then we we drove into Sydney, and I was sitting in the village, and we looked out in the Olympic Stadium. And the torch was still burning. And you're thinking, you've come from White Kiss. Yeah. Yes, you know, yeah. you're sitting out in the back step of the village and you're looking across Whoa. the Olympic torch and you're going, yeah, this is a bit is this different. Really you know, this yeah. is, yeah. Yeah. Is this that was my really memory of the area. Yeah. achievement, though. So, yeah, but it was, it was, it was, yeah, yeah it was an interesting that, time. It must be quite emotional as well, you know, to say something like that. You know, as you said there, I'm from White Kiss and here I am looking across the Olympic torch and it's not, a, it's, it's really happening. You yeah, know? you yeah. mean we'd only ever watch it on TV and Absolutely. stuff like yes, this. Yeah. And, and you know, you'd go, yeah, am I in a dream or is this, you know, that. I mean, from where you've, like, I mean, a small village and whatever, and we would have never thought that, you of know, course. you'd be sitting there looking out at the... Well, dreams do come true. Come exactly, yeah. and that's yeah. what I would say to people, is to keep, you know... Keep, Wonderful keep achievement. Yes. Yeah. So, what, you competed in two events in the yeah. 2000, the 5000 and the 800. 800 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And how did you get on in those, Derek? I was fifth in the 800 and eight to the 5000 and ran two PBs, I think. I must admit oh, that brilliant. I never really recovered after the 800. I was really struggling in the 5K, but I managed to... To, to plow to on through, through but yeah, yeah I, I, I guess if it was any other competition I would have probably pulled out after the 800 yes. but that was yeah. weird, you know. so you took personal best when you were over there yeah I was lucky oh, I mean, yeah, that, it was, that was great yeah. too wasn't it yeah I think yeah I think I was in 
better form than what I showed out there. But I think I had probably pushed it. Looking back, now, I pushed it too hard in the couple of weeks before the before yeah. the games. You know, yes, that was. Yeah. Yeah. And does anything really prepare your mindset for competing in an Olympic sport like that? Or yeah. second time round, have, yeah. you, have, yeah, you, no, have you learned things? Second time round is a lot. I think. I think. I, th I think the thing that people forget about the Olympics and Paralympics is you've shot once every four years, and it, you you can't so you wake up in the morning to race and you're not feeling great. You can't say I'm not ready because it's gone. You wait, wait yeah. another four years, yes, four and for some yeah. people they may not get the chance again. So yeah. I think that's yeah. the difference. It may between, not come around again yeah. the four yes. years. I think that's the yeah. big thing about the Olympics, Paralympics is there's a chance every four years yeah. to actually you know and that's and that does play on people's people's minds. But I think yeah. you have to have a routine that you can regardless of where you are in the world or what the competition yeah. is that you just go through your routine and everything yeah. is, and it's difficult. Uh, that's why. When you go to your first games, it is difficult to kind of have that routine. I, I do think you need a second games before you actually of can course. express yourself. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I think that's yeah. why it's it's a shame to see people only getting to one games and not being able to get the second one. You know? yeah. yeah, because you'd be yeah. more in the mindset and you'd have more yeah. experience. Yeah. Four yeah. years is yeah. a big okay. gap. It is. It is a big gap. Yeah. So you went back in two thousand four. You were selected again. Where was where were they held in two thousand four? Athens in Greece. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you competed this time. You didn't go in the five thousand. You went the eight hundred and four hundred. Eight hundred, four hundred. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that was, yeah, that was an interesting one as well. Um, I remember being in Cyprus and we got very hot weather on the whole event camp. And then we drove into, or we flew into Athens. And the first night we arrived, it was like being in Hoiket on a November night. Oh, there was way. a cold snap. And they had taken all the stuff, yeah. We were all in, in the in the dining oh hall, you know, God. trying to get a warm drink or trying to get something. But it was very, it was very surreal. But um, yeah, Athens was, yeah. Uh, Sydney was great from a crowd participation point of view. Athens wasn't so good, but really? the performances yeah. were better on the track. Okay. We had a nice... Um, I guess we were... You know, it was funny because the funding from the Sports Council only really took off between the 2000 and the 2004 cycle, and the Olympic team hadn't done very well. So I think us as the Paralympic team were really, you know, a little bit under pressure going there to yes. kind of okay. give something back you yeah, know yes, perform, yeah. Yeah, um, okay. but but yeah it was a good games for, for Ireland I think it was kind of the the start of that they had the, the decks subsequent to Beijing and the okay. London they had really good games I think it was okay. the kind of the kickoff from there the like, start you know. of the resort yeah. Yeah. and of course you got a medal in, in yeah. that Olympic yeah. a medal yeah uh, yeah it was oh, it was a, yeah it was it was because it was four years of of hard work because I think I came back from Sydney and I was the injury that I went to Sydney with, it was a stress fracture, so they're notorious to heal. So I think I spent, it was up until the middle of 2001 where I was actually recovered. So it took, and then it was a focused three, it was a, it was a four year, it was a hard four years to be yeah. honest, but it was nice. It worked out well in the end, but it was, I was, I was lucky. I got to the line and I was, in, that time I was re in really good, everything was good. Okay. I mean, it yeah. was just get out there and get it done. Yeah. Well, it takes yeah, more than sure luck now to get a lot of effort into Absolutely. it. I'm sure it more than just luck. Yeah. Yeah. But, but again, yeah, woke up yeah. well in the morning yeah. and, you know, ready Felt to good. go. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And yeah. that's, you know, and that yeah. was it. I'm sure your kids must be delighted or must be very proud of you. Or does it kind of pass over? They might be probably young yeah, yet, no, yeah, they're, but they're a bit older. They, they've, 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 yeah, they're, they're still developing it, but they don't have much interest in sport. Yeah. The little guy is, I mean, I said the rugby match the other night. Yeah. We talked about that. <laughs> they get they get Springboks at school, and he's Ireland. He's got a spring. He's got a, a South African passport and an Irish passport. And I was asking who is he going to support. He says, "Oh well, I'll see how the game it goes. goes. <laughs> Who's winning? I'll support." Like, you know, that's 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 the level he's at. Like yeah. I mean, but they just look at me as playing in the garden with him, so they don't think of anything. Uh, I mean, yeah. they you're dead to them. Yeah, exactly, yes, yes, exactly, yes. exactly. But but Derek, I remember. Of course, Trish, we were only children at the time when Derek won his medal. You know, but <laughs> all jokes aside, um, 
I remember that and the excitement at Eastlair was yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. I think, did you, uh, do I remember rightly, did your mum go over for it? She did, yes. she was there yes. for I remember yeah. the pictures, yeah. 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 And, and, and we should have said to your parents, we're Anna Dermot Malone from Williamstown and Wycott. The Malone, a very well, well-known yeah, family yeah. all over yeah. Eastlair. There's, there's lots of you in it, Derek, isn't there? Well spread out, yeah. <laughs> well spread out. But um, I do remember the pictures. I mean, it was such a huge, huge yeah. achievement. It's just like, fantastic for yeah. the area, though. Yeah. No, I said when you're involved in it, um, you don't until you come home you don't realise that people have any interest like I mean that's the thing because yeah. you're just you in know, the zone like focus on yeah. what you, what you yeah. need to do like yeah. you know and that was because you know there's only another four years another crack at it so yeah. you know and that's the thing you so. have to give it your best exactly yes. yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah. it was nice to people I mean and, and I must admit I went around to some of the schools afterwards and it was great to see the interest that the kids had and I guess it brings it closer to home is that they can see that someone that you know from the local yeah, area yeah of course so. yes, an open, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. oh it does and it, you know it it does help, and uh, you know any sport like that. I think that that people see that going oh, no, they've made it, you know, and yeah. it's it, they look up to you then. And yeah. I remember at the time when you did say visiting the schools. I mean, I think we all had now. To be fair, we all had kids in the school at that time. We weren't as young as we pretended, and I remember them coming home and saying, "God, Derek Malone yeah. is coming in today," and they wouldn't have known who you were two weeks before that. But it meant a lot to them to yeah. think yeah. that somebody yeah. had visited the school with their medal from the Paralympics. It no, really did, like. I think that's a very important yeah. part of sport that people can see. I mean, they're not just people that arrive on the scene. They're I mean, like you and me, they've oh, they've yeah. come from you know a local yeah. area. They've come yeah, from school. Yeah, from the area. Like ordinary people yes. can you know, can achieve Sometimes fantastic we, things. Even with when people watch the Premier League and the soccer on mm. TV and they go, but these guys have still started at that level. Yeah, like I mean, they've just been lucky yeah. along the way. Like I think mean, people so. should never forget where they came exactly. from. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, you definitely haven't. Yeah. Yeah. You still have your white gate accent anyway, Derek. So that's a good thing. So. um what about your medal now? Where is it? Is it under lock and key or is it on display somewhere? Don't tell me now it's in a drawer somewhere. <laughs> and Malone is listening now, she's probably laughing. I'll have Tesco and Malone. <laughs> so it's, it's not in South Africa, Africa which no, is no, it's no, still no, a white no, kit. No, it's it's yeah. safely at home in white kit. It's somewhere in, in white kit. Well, yeah. I'm sure it's well looked after wherever it is. Okay. <laughs> okay. Moving quickly on. <laughs> the rugby match. You were, at home, were you at home for that? I was. I okay, was, I wow. Was, yeah, right. I arrived last Friday. Yeah, no, it's, it's look... Um, as yeah. in a great South match. Africa playing Ireland, if anyone yeah. is no Ireland, Ireland, Ireland have had a great run, and I hope. I mean, the Scotland game next week is big. Um, obviously, in South Africa, it's big. They're they're defending champions, um, and they think they can do it again. And I think it's a big one for them in that I think their coaching team is going to break up after this World Cup. So I think they see okay. it as a real chance to do two in a row. Um, but I think if both teams keep winning, there could be a World Cup final. But is New Zealand looks strong as well but yeah rugby is like yeah. a religion in South Africa I mean that's the, the thing yeah. that you're you know especially in some in the Africans community that's what you aspire to you know to get a, put a yeah. springbok short down look, yeah looking at the match last week you would think wow. some of them would have been injured after because some of the oh, it was a rough attack that it was yeah, so they were so physical I mean on both sides yeah. you yes. just yeah. kind of go yeah. how did nobody be yeah. badly yeah. injured badly yeah. hurt ah, well, I think they're so well conditioned so suppose, yes, I mean, yeah. Yeah. But, the, but the hits the, yeah, the, the hits collisions are big Yeah, the collisions are big would you have had a bit of banter over in South Africa before you left home about the rugby? Oh, would you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't. I name my mess. I mean, I'm, I'm Irish. Yeah. Ireland, Ireland yeah. first. Obviously, if Ireland don't win, then I'd like to see South Africa win it. But, of course. But yeah, I'm Irish. I had, I had good bent earlier in the year with Munster and Stormers. Okay. So obviously Stormers being from the Western Cape and Stormers playing at home in the final and, and Munster managing to beat them over there. So that was that was fun. I actually watched the game with. Uh, the Muscle Bay Stormer Supporters Club. So that was okay. the first half was very noisy, but the second half was nice and quiet. <laughs> 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 but it's lovely to have that. It is. It is nice. Yeah, it is nice. And it's just banter. It all it is. is. Yeah. It's not yeah. No. 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 Yeah. 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 
<laughs> so what about the weather over in South Africa? Yeah, it's look, it, the seasons are up now, so we're popping into spring now as you guys head to autumn. Um, where we are now, Muscle Bay is very moderate. So the coldest it gets probably winter is probably five or six no. degrees. And then we live about five minutes away from the sea, so it, it, we don't get that extreme, extreme heat. But we'll get, okay. we'll get 34, 35, but we don't, we don't get the humidity because we're sitting on the sea. Did you say 34 or 24? 34. Oh, yes, yeah. you don't get extreme heat, but you get 34 degrees. Yeah, but it isn't that, we don't get that humidity because we're on the That's sea, extreme. you know. extreme, oh, okay. So it's like some people will say, oh, it's humidity. But here, if it gets really hot, like, because get, it gets a bit more humid here, to be honest. Oh, okay, like, right, yeah. okay. I think we were home last July and we were saying, oh, you know, it's 24 on the thing, but it yeah. feels a lot hotter. Okay. Um, so it's but quite it, bearable, so, uh, as yeah. you're saying. Yes, is it's it very, okay? yeah, the okay. sea, luckily for the sea, keeps in a, a nice down. bit of fresh air yeah. all the time. And, okay. uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a very popular town in Muscle Bay, or sorry, in South Africa for retirement. A lot of people, because of the climate, is nice. Yes. Okay. The yeah. facilities are good. So a lot of people pre-COVID would have gone there to retire, come from down country, so from Johannesburg, Pretoria, and areas like that. Um now it's obviously changed like with COVID with people being able to work remotely the age profile of the town has dropped right and there's very good internet and fiber internet etc so people can work comfortably from home okay. and then the airport mm. george being only 25 minutes away they can oh, they can commute yeah. up and down yeah. if they want yeah. to so, so you, you yeah, have, yeah it's ideal yeah. location it is, it's, then a, it's a very nice to town and you know and I, th I think in 2016 it was voted town of the year in muscle bay or in south africa so everything still works there nicely you know municipality which is the local kind of council runs the town very well okay um, so it's, it's a very no negative not, yeah. not so far anyway Brilliant. except yeah. for that's yeah. great and do you intend to stay there long term or yeah uh, well if and below this thing yeah, yeah that's what um, i think about too <laughs> yeah, yeah, as a mother yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, for the yeah, moment yeah for the <laughs> moment <laughs> like i mean i said the kids are happy in school and stuff and then we'll, we'll see when they get to high school and and I guess the thing with South Africa, you never say never either, you know, of things, course, things yeah, change yeah, and, things, you know, yeah. Yeah. but but the kids are lucky they have two passports, so they have the choice when they get big Race. enough to, to yeah. make that decision, like, you know. Yeah. And would they, would they be tuned into their Irish heritage, your children? Yeah, they enjoy it. Like, we, we try and talk to mum and dad every every week, every second yeah. week, like, I mean, and, and they are little bits and pieces pop up in school, obviously, when St. Patrick's Day comes up now and with the rugby, okay. they obviously know that the kids are Irish and the teachers give them a little bit of, you know, what's happening with dad, who's yeah. he supporting and stuff like that. So, <laughs> but they, they enjoy it and they've been back a few times and Owen really enjoys it. Owen is a little bit of a farmer in him, so he, he oh, likes he that, it. you know, like plowing yeah. around in his willies yeah. and yeah. doing whatever, like, you know. Yeah. Um, and are there many Irish over in the area um not directly in muscle bay but in the george area there would be a few yeah um uh there's a there is a uh, what you call an irish community in cape town but majority wouldn't be what i would call second generation so they would have had family that were were here in ireland and moved over moved to over. to yeah. south africa probably born there a lot of northern ireland um Quite a few Northern Ireland say second generation over there. Um, yeah. mm. It's it's quite popular to move to Cape Town from right. from, yeah. from from Northern Ireland. Um, but yeah, it isn't, right. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. strange. Yeah. Strange. And there's there's quite a bit of how do I say um, healthy between say the Western Cape government and the Irish government about just business and economic and stuff like that. Like I mean, little companies, a lot of agri companies trying to set up over okay. there, or just yeah. giving some services right. there. Yeah. What about the political situation over there at the moment, Eric? Yeah, we're heading into a, a big year. Next year is general elections, 2024. Um, obviously, the politics of, of South Africa is dominated by the ANC, which would have yes. been Nelson Mandela's... Um, yeah. Uh, the way all I say is it's a country with a lot of potential, but at okay. the moment, it, there's a little bit of a handbrake on it because of 
how the government runs the country. Right. I mean, okay. And and it's basically just the It's not about how to say the ANC's interest is not in solving the issues of the country. It's just about keeping the ANC alive and well. Yeah. And that's okay. and unfortunately, yeah, a lot of the issues like there's, there's big socioeconomic issues over there, and unfortunately, they're, they take a little bit of a sideline to. Keeping the NC united, but I said it's it's a phenomenal country potential and, and yeah. that, like you okay. know. and you're very happy obviously yeah. there. And hopefully in okay. the future, it, it'll develop. I hope more. so. I hope yeah. so. I yeah. hope so. For, for you so come home fairly often anyway, Derek. Don't we you? We try and get home every year. Yeah, yeah. I mean obviously the COVID years we were we were stuck over yes, there for a couple yes, of years, yeah. but um, yeah. yeah. So hopefully you know, continue. We'll be able to get back every year. Oh, okay. It's great for your yeah. family here. That, yeah, you, know, you yeah. get home. No, and it's, they've it's, been it's, over to visit. Remember that we were in Cape Town. They haven't been to Muscle Bay now yet. Was I think I think the one visit was enough. My dad is like that. He's once he goes there once he's seen it, and that's enough. Yeah, it's a long journey too. He saw Table Mountain, and that was enough. Oh, yeah, brilliant. When you come home so often, then that's it. Yeah, yeah. He waits. I would wait till you come next year. And no. <laughs> so if you're coming, we won't yeah. bother going. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're all the same. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, Derek, you listen to Scarf Baking with your radio over there, I'm told. I do, yeah. Sure. Look, it's a, it's a brilliant service. And with the tuning app, when I'm doing little bits of piece around the house, I have it on there in the background. And the kids will often ask me, what you listen to and who are those people? And then, you, you know, you explain this is, you know. And it's a great, it's a fantastic service you guys offer to the community. A long way to continue. And of course, the matches, you would often say, because as Jim will tell you here, that... Um, when they're, when they're doing, covering the matches and they can see on the laptop what countries people are listening in and there's always somebody in South Africa and they've mentioned you once or twice that they've put it down to yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. No, no, and, and That's not a bad thing now, by the way. But there might be someone else listening as well we don't know, so, you know, you may, maybe check that out. Too, you know, there, could be, there could be a few more you know, on the cover, so you almost maybe do some investigative work and find out, like, you know. Well, Derek, before you go, we have a scarf making music radio hat there that we're going to give to oh, you. Oh, gosh, thanks very so much. So that you can wear it to your next, your next outing and hopefully you can say, this, you know, this is from Ireland. This is from thanks home. Thanks very much. <laughs> okay. Listen, Derek, it was, it was very entertaining listening yeah, to you. And really interesting. Coming in. thank, thank you for inviting me. Very interesting. Not entertaining, excuse me. It was entertaining as well, but um, really, really enjoyed listening to you. And listen, the best of luck and give our regards to your wife and two children. Oh, will you? And if they're ever home, maybe they'll come in with us and have a chat as well and tell yeah, us about think, life over I think over there. I might. I'd love to be on the radio. I'll ask them when oh, I get okay. back. Oh, okay. Right, we'll give them a shout out there. So, <laughs> hello, guys. If you're listening, Owen and Maya, I hope you're being good and looking after Kevin and Mummy. Now, and That's you're heading back soon, are you, Derek? When are you going back? Uh, Tuesday. Oh, okay. Tuesday, oh, we just yeah, got you yeah, time. Yeah, so yeah, perfect. Yeah. You'll be back home for the rest of the rugby matches. That's, then. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, the World Cup final if Ireland yes. and South Africa get there. Yeah. And Ireland <laughs> win. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> That's the dream. <laughs> Derek, listen, thank you very much for coming in to speak to us here on Scarf Bay Committee Radio this morning. Derek Malone from Highgate, Paralympian medalist. Thank you very much, Derek. Thanks. Cheers. Thanks very much, folks.